0: Welcome to another edition of the Purple Light Podcast. I'm Austin Bechtold. And I am Joey Shields. And today we'll be discussing the upcoming NFL draft on Thursday night. So we'll be going through our mock drafts that we have created and be debating and discussing who we think will be going where. So first off the arizona cardinals who've been on the clock since the last day of the regular season joey how about you start i think it's pretty obvious who the cardinals are going to take i'm gonna go with like a
1: 99 percent chance that they take kyler murray first overall i just don't think there's any way they don't take a quarterback
0: yeah i agree with that um there's been a lot going on with Josh Rosen with uh, promotions and the media that a lot of people have uh, kind of been overanalyzing whether Rosen is involved in any of the press that Arizona has been sending out, but I do agree that with Cliff Kingsbury as the coach and his praise for Kyler Murray in the past, um, Murray fits the scheme that they run, so I think that the quarterback from Oklahoma is more than likely going to be the first pick in the draft.
1: I think just their relationship, too, really drives them the fact that they're going to draft Kyler Murray. I mean... Cliff Kingsbury literally
0: recruited Kyler to Texas A&M. He did. So I just don't think there's any other way that ends. And months before he was Arizona's coach, and months before we even knew who would have the first pick, Cliff Kingsbury said that if he was the one making the decision, he would take Kyler Murray. He now has that decision. Will he follow through with it? Probably. All right, now we'll go on to the second pick, San Francisco 49ers. I have them taking Nick Bosa out of Ohio State. I think
1: that they desperately need an edge rusher. They've tried time and time again with Eric Armstead and DeForest Buckner to get that that impact edge rusher, and they just haven't gotten one. And I think Nick Bosa is about as sure a thing as you're going to get when it comes to a good defensive
0: end in the draft. I 100% agree with the Bosa pick. I think that you know, him at Ohio State... He missed um, roughly the whole season. He had an injury and uh, wasn't able to return to the team. He ended up preparing for the draft. Um, Younger brother of Joey Bosa. I think Nick's going to have a good NFL career. Maybe not as good as his brother Joey, but he's definitely got a lot of upside and a lot of potential. And with that San Francisco defensive line that does have multiple first-round picks on it, it could be interesting to see them all rushing the quarterback at the same time.
1: Yeah, I just don't see them going anywhere other than defensive line here. With Murray off the board, the
0: top three players other than Murray are all edge rushers or defensive tackles. Yeah, the defensive line is definitely the strength of this draft. And with that, defensive line being the strength, the best player, in my opinion, in this draft, going to the New York Jets, Quinn and Williams, defensive tackle from Alabama. I think that um, just his pure ability to rush the passer and get to the quarterback and also be able to stop the run um, makes him um, no doubt somebody that's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the NFL. And you put him with another Williams uh, in New York, Leonard Williams, it's definitely going to be something to watch in New York. I I don't entirely agree with you. I mean,
1: I sat there and debated whether or not they should take Josh Allen or Quinnen Williams for a while, and I just thought they already have a defensive tackle in Leonard Williams. I don't think they need another solid interior at rusher. I think they should go with Josh Allen, in my opinion, just because they need someone on the edge that can counter the fact that Williams is drawing all the attention inside.
0: Yeah, Allen is definitely uh, a good outside linebacker, and I have him going fourth to the Oakland Raiders, one of three first-round picks that the Oakland Raiders are scheduled to pick from. Uh, I think Allen, like you said, just his ability to rush the passer and get to the quarterback, uh, definitely something that Oakland is lacking, especially with the trade of Khalil Mack. So Oakland going Allen here takes the best player available, the linebacker from Kentucky
1: yeah I just switched with you. I took Quinn and Williams with the oakland uh the defensive tackle. I just think they're not going to need a rusher, like you said. They don't have any pass rush. I think they were last in sacks yeah. last year. They only had like eight sacks for the entire season. Cam Hayward generated eight sacks by himself just they need someone that can rush the passer and quinnon williams i think provides that interior pass rush that they need
0: john gruden said it's good to have somebody to rush the passer he traded the one <laughs> the best one that he probably could have had in the nfl away yeah. now he gets one that's probably going to be up around there yep. in the coming future so next the fifth pick is the tampa bay buccaneers and um kind of sad to say this is a steeler fan i have them picking Devin White, the middle linebacker from lsu white's uh speedy linebacker not truly Ryan Shazier but he plays somewhat of the same style um would be would look great in black and gold but I think his just pure potential in his uh just raw ability uh, makes Tampa Bay not be able to pass them up at five I took Devin White there as
1: well I think that the solid sideline-to-sideline side speed that White can bring to any team makes him an appealing pick for whoever is picking with the five spot. I know that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been considering a trade. They're considering trading down and letting a team that needs a quarterback move up for their spot, but since we, you don't normally do trades with mock drafts, I just have them taking Devin White who would pro- provide a solid replacement for Quan Alexander who left for New York this year.
0: Yeah. I Speaking of New York, the other New York team, the New York Giants, um, I have them going with the quarterbacks to replace Eli Manning. Maybe not this season, but definitely for later on down the road. Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. Haskins is a New York kid. Um, his family's in love with New York. Um, always, especially, not something that is um, going to make or break a pick. But I think Haskins is just raw ability. I think he's probably the best quarterback in the draft. Um not specifically going with a certain scheme i think murray fits arizona cardinals scheme very well i think haskins is just the best pure passer in this draft considering what he did at ohio state the unbelievable numbers he put up in his first year starting over 50 touchdowns accounted for definitely a quarterback that could be on the radar not someone of a pat mahomes but could sneak up on people like mahomes did
1: I completely agree. I took Dwayne Haskins here as well. I think that he is the best pure passer in this draft. Kyler Murray, he's a playmaker. He's less of a quarterback and more of a guy who's going to get you down the field at whatever cost. Haskins is going to sit in the pocket. He's going to sit back and hit whatever receiver gets open. His accuracy is very good. His arm strength is good. And he just provides you everything that you would ask
0: for in a passer. All right, now we'll move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Here I have them go getting a tight end T.J. Hawkinson from Iowa. Hawkinson's been flying off draft boards. Um, Iowa has two very interesting tight ends, one in Hawkinson and another one we'll see later on in this mock draft. Um, I think Hawkinson's just pure route running. Um, his blocking is good, especially when tight ends blocking is not valued as much as it used to be. Um, His downfield presence and ability to be able to catch the ball in space and make uh, corners and safeties miss is definitely something that Jacksonville has been lacking from the tight end position. So I think that he's someone with not really any wide receivers. They're big playmakers. He could be the big playmaker in this offense that Jacksonville has been lacking.
1: I hate to agree with you again because that really negates the point in this, but I took TJ Hawkinson here too. Jacksonville needs... An offense. Their defense is spectacular. You can't debate that. They already have all kinds of playmakers there. But they need someone on offense that can supplement a little bit of points there because you can't win every game 7 nothing. It's just not going to happen. You're going to give up points. And you need somebody who can provide you with that. And TJ Hawkinson's route running ability, as you said, does give them some ability to get down the
0: field. All right, well, here's a point in the mock draft where we will not agree. The Detroit Lions, I have them going with Montres Sweat and that's a linebacker from Mississippi State. There's been a lot of concerns with him recently, but I don't think it's going to affect his draft stock all too much. I think Detroit, um, with Ziggy Ansah being a free agent, they need a pass rusher. And Matt Patricia coming from New England um, in the specialty of rushing the passer and just getting to the quarterback and playing good zone coverage. I think he's going to bring that with Detroit, and I think Montreal Sweat fits exactly what they're looking for.
1: I do agree that Detroit needs a pass rusher, but I didn't agree with who's going to provide that pass rushing. I've had them taking Ed Oliver, the defensive tackle out of Houston, Ed Oliver was projected at the beginning of the year before the college season to be the number one pick off the board this year, but he slipped down the board a little after a lackluster season by his standards. He still had double-digit sacks, but it just wasn't coming from the place, or it wasn't coming at the rate that most teams thought he would be. So he slipped a little bit, but I still have the Lions taking him at eight for his pass rushing ability.
0: So now we we'll go to Buffalo, the team that was one time rumored to have acquired Antonio Brown, but of course that fell through. I have Buffalo taking an offensive tackle. J. Taylor from Florida. I think they need to protect Josh Allen in that offense. Um, They really had no running game last year, and that was partly to LaShawn McCoy being hurt, but it was mostly because of the offensive line. Um, You have a young quarterback. You need to be able to protect him, especially offensive tackle. such a key position in the game today, and I think Taylor could definitely provide that for Buffalo and provide some more stability for Josh Allen to have more time to make his decisions down the field and be able to progress as an NFL quarterback. Aside from, obviously, LaShawn McCoy, the Bills don't have much
1: talent anywhere, so I decided that they should be taking the best player available on the board, and that best player is Montez Sweat. He Austin had him going the pick before. I just think that he's probably the best pass rusher on the board at this point, and you can never have enough pass rushers, as uh, John Gruden has once said. So I just think taking a pass rusher here, a guy who can drop back in zone coverage and a guy who will get after the quarterback is just essential for any team,
0: and the Bills go with that there, according to me.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, with the 10th pick, the Denver Broncos are on the clock, and this is somewhere that a quarterback could go. We may see a quarterback in Joey's. Maybe a little foreshadowing there. But I have them going with a tight end from Iowa. The other tight end, other than TJ Hawkinson, I have them taking Noah Fant. Um, those old Denver offenses with Peyton Manning throwing the ball downfield to Julius Thomas, very effective running with a tight end. It's obviously not the same as it once was with the new coaching staff, but I think Fant could definitely provide that same downfield presence that Julius Thomas did and is able to space the field. Needs a big, strong kid, provides a lot of size and athleticism. Maybe not a Gronk. But he definitely has some of the same uh, skill sets and attributes that the former Patriots tight end did. Since Austin decided
1: to give away my pick there, I had the Denver Broncos taking Drew Locke, the quarterback out of Missouri, with the 10th pick in the draft. They traded for Joe Flacco, but Joe Flacco's in his 30s. He's not as good as he once was, and he's definitely not the quarterback the Ravens handed a massive contract to. And it's true. He's just he they need a successor for long term at the position and Drew Locke, he's not a guy that's going to go out there and start day one. He needs a little bit of development later on and I think with a couple of years sitting behind Flacco or somebody else, I think Flacco's on the last year of his deal. Drew Locke could be the quarterback that Denver needs later in the
0: future. Yeah, Drew Locke definitely has a lot of potential. I mean, crazy arm strength, uh, pretty good accuracy. He's definitely a guy to watch for in the NFL that if he gets the time to be able to sit and learn, could definitely be successful. So, now let's move on to Cincinnati. This is the point where I have defensive end Rashad Gary. Gary is starting to fall in the drafts. He's from Michigan. Um, There's been a little off-the-field concerns, a little injuries concerns. Um, this is a place where Cincinnati, not afraid to look past injuries and off the field stuff that I think that Gary could fall to. Um, one of the better pass rushers in the game, in the draft, rather. Um, definitely spot that I don't think he will get past Cincinnati. I agree. I also took uh offensive tackle here.
1: Uh, or I actually took an offensive tackle here. Rashad Gary is a very good player, but he's just not good enough to overcome the injury concerns that are associated with him at this point that's why I went with Jawan Taylor who Austin had already taken to the Bills I thought he was a very good player and there's no way that he makes it past Cincinnati but I didn't see him going in the top 10 in this draft
0: all right so right now we will move on and just read off the rest of our picks up to the Pittsburgh Steelers and then discuss the Steelers what we think that they will do so at 12 I have Green Bay taking Devin Bush at 12, I have Green Bay taking Chris Lindstrom. I have Miami Dolphins taking uh, Colin Farrell, pass rusher from Clemson. And I had them taking Brian Burns, pass rusher from Florida State. Interesting pick. I have the Atlanta Falcons taking an offensive to tackle Andre Dillard from Washington State. I had the Falcons taking Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle from Clemson. At 15, I have the Washington Redskins, who I think potentially could trade for Josh Rosen with the Arizona Cardinals, ending up with their new franchise quarterback at one. I have them taking wide receiver DK Metcalf to provide Rosen with potentially an offensive downfield threat. They do indeed
1: need a wide receiver threat, but I took them... Or I have them taking Devin
0: Bush, middle linebacker, out of Michigan. 16, the Carolina Panthers. I have them taking off at the tackle Jonah Williams from Alabama. And I have the Panthers taking wide receiver Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma. Definitely an interesting character there. New York Giants at 17, I have them taking Greedy Williams, the first cornerback off the board from LSU. Speed and uh, good down-the-field threat with guy with a lot of height and athleticism. <laughs> And I have the Giants taking Jonah Williams.
1: They need a guy that can protect Dwayne Haskins, and I think Williams is one of the better offensive tackles on the board.
0: At 18, Minnesota Vikings. I have them taking Ed Oliver. I have him slipping a lot farther than Joey did. Defensive tackle from Houston. I have the Vikings taking Cody Ford, offensive lineman out of Oklahoma. At 19, Tennessee Titans. I have them taking wide receiver Marquise Brown, the cousin. Cousin, I believe. Yeah, cousin. Of Antonio Brown, former Steelers receiver. Goes by the nickname Hollywood. He definitely is quite the character. Definitely has some flash. Now at 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock. Joey, how about you tell us who you think our hometown team will take?
1: (laughs) I have them taking cornerback Rock Yassin out of Temple. Apparently... A lot of mock drafts have him going later in the first round, but Mike Tomlin has taken a special liking to Rakia Sin. He's one of the better cornerbacks in college football. He held wide receivers to a low in all of college football, 4.1 pass yards per attempt. And no, that was partially because he played at Temple and not a high-key college. He's just a solid corner with a lot of potential, and I thought that he should
0: take well, I definitely think that with um, both middle linebackers that the Steelers could potentially target off the board, I definitely think cornerback is the way to go here, but I have a guy that a lot of analysts have rejected the Steelers to pick, and a lot of fans think that they might pick, Byron Murphy from Washington. I think Murphy, his ability to play zone coverage definitely would fit with the Steelers, with the Steelers liking to play a lot of zone. They have switched to a little bit of man uh, in recent years, but I think zone is still their specialty. Uh, his ball skills are pretty incredible. He doesn't have the ideal size you would like in a cornerback. But I think he makes up for it in his uh, athleticism and also his physicality downfield.
1: I also think Byron Murphy is a very good pick, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went there. I just think that with Mike Tomlin's liking of Yeltsin, that's probably where they go, but it's all up in the air at this point.
0: It really is, because it also depends on if Murphy or Yeltsin is there, um, if there's anybody that has fallen in the draft for whatever reason, and basically, as the Steelers like to say, who's the best player available on their board. There's also the distinct possibility
1: that the Steelers trade up or down. They could trade up to try and grab one of those middle linebackers, and they could trade back in the draft as well to try and collect more draft picks. They
0: definitely could. If their player that they like is not available at 20, they could definitely trade back. But the possibility to trade up is definitely something that has been discussed more often this year than it has been in the past, to be able to get that middle linebacker to finally replace Ryan Shazier, or to be able to at least replace him from now on for now for now we'll see how shazier progresses with his rehab it's been an incredible story we'll see what the steelers do so moving on for the rest of the draft we'll recap what we think is going to happen so at 21 the seattle seahawks i have them taking a controversial player in his own right jalen ferguson an edge rusher from louisiana tech that many people have slipping i think seattle with their culture um being able to embrace players and accept them and give them the second chance could definitely be a good landing spot for ferguson
1: I think Ferguson is a very good player, but I had him slipping all the way out of his, out of the first round because of his uh, off the field concerns. I had the Seahawks taking Rashawn Gary here, the defensive end out of Michigan that you'd already had taken in the draft.
0: Twenty two, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, how about a wide receiver for Amar Jackson, AJ Brown from Ole Miss? I have them taking Eric McCoy,
1: outside linebacker out of, er, <laughs> offensive lineman out of Texas A m.
0: Uh, At 23rd, the Houston Texans. I have them taking defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence from the national champion Clemson Tigers. I have them taking Andre Dillard, offensive tackle, out of Washington State. At 24, the Oakland Raiders' second pick. I have them taking a favorite of Joey, cornerback Rocky Sin from Temple. I have the Raiders taking a favorite of Austin's Noah Fant, tight end out of Iowa. At 25, the Philadelphia Eagles. They get their running back, Josh Jacobs from Alabama.
1: I considered taking Josh Jacobs here. He is the best running back on the board, but I had them taking Dexter Lawrence to provide for Tim Jernigan's role later on in the future because he is an aging defensive tackle.
0: That would prove an even stacked defensive line of Philadelphia to be even better. At 26, the Indianapolis Colts off a really successful year with Chris Ballard. I have them safe- taking safety Jonathan Abram from Mississippi State to add to that improving defense. I thought that the Colts
1: really needed to add to their wide-receiving corpse with the loss of Don Carey Moncrief to the Steelers,
0: and I have them taking DK Metcalf, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Nice pick. At 27, the Oakland Raiders, third and final pick, at least for now. They might acquire another pick sooner or later. Um, I have them taking somewhat of a surprise, quarterback Daniel Jones from Duke. Uh, There's been some tension that we've seen in the past with John Gruden and Derek Carr in their first year. And with Mike Mayock in as a new general manager, who knows what can really happen. They sent their scouts home because they did not know who to trust. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. And I think Daniel Jones could potentially replace Derek Carr later on down the road. We'll see what John Gruden wants to do. Maybe if they
1: do consider getting rid of Derek Carr, they could trade him for another first-round pick and make another appearance in this first round with four first-round picks. Four first-round picks. That'd be unprecedented, but it's Uh certainly possible.
0: No one knows with Oakland at this point.
1: I have the Raiders taking Cleveland Farrell, defensive
0: end, out of Clemson. At 28, the Los Angeles Chargers, formerly known as the San Diego Chargers, had to throw that in there. I have them taking Brian Burns, who Joey had had earlier on in this mock draft from Florida State. I have them taking Juan Thornhill, safety out of Virginia. That's a name I haven't heard much of. At 29, the Seattle Seahawks have their second pick, acquiring from the Kansas City Chiefs in a big trade over the weekend, Joden. Over the week, rather. Yeah, they traded
1: Frank Clark for a first-round pick and a second-round pick yesterday, and it was a very surprising trade indeed. I didn't expect them to get as much as they did. Yeah. Here, though, I have them taking Greedy Williams to provide them with a potential replacement for Richard Sherman that they lost. I think that Grady Williams is probably the best cover corner, but his tackling issues have him sliding down to the 29th pick for the Seahawks.
0: I have the Seahawks taking Frank Clark's replacement, defensive tackle Jerry Tillery from Notre Dame. And um, at 30, the Green Bay Packers are on the clock, and I have them taking Jeffrey Simmons, a defensive tackle from Mississippi State.
1: I have the Green Bay Packers, taking Irv Smith Jr., a tight end out of Alabama, to replace Jimmy Graham in that role.
0: At 31, the Los Angeles Rams are on the clock, and I have them taking uh, Garrett Bradbury, a center from NC State. They lost their center over the offseason, so it's definitely a position to need for them, especially with no centers really available in free agency.
1: Yeah, as Austin said, center John Sullivan left the team in free agency, so I also have them taking Garrett Bradbury.
0: And with the final pick... The Super Bowl champions, uh, New England Patriots. (laughs) I have them taking cornerback DeAndre Baker to add to their defense.
1: Yeah, I have Austin's favorite team, the Patriots, taking uh, Daniel Jones, the quarterback, out of Duke. Uh, Maybe a replacement
0: for Tommy later on down the road. Let's see how that turns out.
1: It's going to have to come eventually.
0: He can't play until he's 50. Uh, At least we would hope so. (laughs) So, that's our mock draft. We'll recap our first five picks and then the Steelers. Number one, Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray. I have Kyler Murray going number one as well. Number two, I have the San Francisco 49ers taking Nick Bosa from Ohio State. Same here with Bosa. Number three, I have the New York Jets taking Quinnen Williams from Alabama. I have them taking Josh Allen, offensive outside linebacker, out of Kentucky. At four, I have the Oakland Raiders taking Josh Allen from Kentucky. I have the Raiders taking Quinnen Williams out of Alabama. Let me just flip-flop those two. And at number five, we both have Devin White, the linebacker, from LSU going to Tampa Bay.
1: This mock draft is probably the
0: most Austin and I have <laughs> ever read. Oh, well, that's probably true. And now, going back to twenty, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I had cornerback Byron Murphy from Washington, and I have the Steelers taking Rocky Sin cornerback out of Temple. No matter who the Steelers pick this year, it is probably going to be on defense. That's probably the only thing we know for sure. But it's all subject to change. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Purple Light Podcast for Austin Bechtold. Shelly Shields, thanks for listening.